Welcome to Kemi Talks. I'm Dr. Kemi Omolulu Olunlayo in Lagos, Nigeria. Today is the 6th of June, 2020. And Nigeria is going through a big wave of protests. The whole world is going through protests, but Nigerians right now are focusing on violence against women, even though it's going towards the core violence going on now, which is rape. The rape culture has been very bad in Nigeria. In 2012, when I returned to Nigeria, I tweeted and I posted on Facebook that Nigeria has the highest amount of rapes in Africa. I was castigated, I was abused, and people were very mad at me. One of the things about me is being a journalist, I speak out the truth, and Nigerians generally don't like the truth because it's bitter. At the end of the day, I was really assaulted verbally because of that post. Fast forward eight years later, children are being raped, women are being raped and killed, women are being violently raped and left helpless, psychological problems, name it. It has all happened in Nigeria over rape. So now what do we do about it? In this podcast, I'm going to tell you exactly what I feel should be done. There are laws in many countries about rape. And then you have people who actually say they were raped and they were not. We've seen a lot of those. At the end of the day, how do we know who's telling lies and who's telling the truth? Let's talk about what we have in front of us. Peruzi. Peruzi is a music artist in Nigeria. He tweeted when he was 22 years old in 2012, a series of tweets that glamorized rape. He even said he's a rapist. Eight years later, a lady comes forward and says, that's me he's referring to. And that lady, Juliet, tells me her story. I contact Peruzzi, he did not contact me back. In fact, he blocked me. So that sent a message to me that I'm not talking to this woman. And usually when somebody blocks you, when you're looking for them, especially when you're a journalist, it means they're avoiding you. Does that mean that they're guilty? No. But the fact of it is that there are questions to be asked. Peruzzi allegedly tore her clothes up after fumbling her in another room and she left that room. These are allegations that could get him arrested and prosecuted. These are things that can mess up his music career. Dibanj, another music artist, Utiwachuku. All these guys in the entertainment industry have had accusers. Why should we believe them? Well, then let's compare ourselves to America because Nigeria is not a modern country and everybody always tells me we're not in America. Look at all these women that came out 40 years later to implicate Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein, two powerful men in Hollywood. They achieved their goals. Can Nigerian women come out like that? No, the stigma is too much. But when does the stigma end? Well, Busola Dakolo came out to what people thought was a brave idea. But Busola Dakolo had inconsistency in her story. Busola Dakolo had inconsistency with her story. When she accused a pastor of allegedly raping her, 
Biodu Fatsuimbu of Commonwealth of Zion Assemblies, Koza in Abuja. She said that he raped her when she was a teenager, twice. At his home and also at her home and also on her way back from his home for babysitting. This was a very serious case, a case that the mainstream media should have investigated. I called several reporters from TVC, AIC channels, news and different newspapers. Nobody touched the story. Editors avoided the story, primarily because the accuser was a powerful pastor. That's the only thing I could think. Yeah, I went ahead of everybody and I didn't care how powerful that pastor was. I wanted to hear from him. I asked him for an interview. I almost got an interview until Busola and her group, the advocacy group, protested outside Koza, saying, pastor stepped down, pastor stepped down, and they forced him to step down. When he stepped down, he went into seclusion for about a month and a half. I could not interview him anymore, but my investigation had to continue by asking people who were in Koza and Ilori and other congregations what they knew. I got a lot of information. I examined Busola's statements. There was a lot of inconsistencies with regards to dates of the rape and how it happened. She said she babysat the pastor's daughter. The timeline she gave, the pastor's daughter was not even born. Same thing. She said the pastor pulled out of her car and had sex with her doggy stop. The car where she said she was bent over had not been purchased. By the time they got this invitation to go to Abuja to give their statements to the police, Busola, who didn't have the dates of the rape, suddenly had exact dates on the rape. Somebody in the investigation, a top police officer from Bayelsa, which is her husband's state, to me state, favored them by allowing Busola Dakolo to actually change the police report. This is a discrepancy that often happens in Nigeria, in the police. It's not who you know, it's who knows you and how the money works. It's the same thing that happened with Shina Pella's son, Clarence Peters, the music video director. We were told in the media that they have a murder investigation and we wanted to know more. Instead, what happened is the DCP had filed so many reports, many had been filed in front of her for murder. After they couldn't really seek the murder anymore, they now dropped those charges to an accident. But telling the media what you're not sure of puts us in the bad light. So I posted on my pages that this and so, 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 so is happening. It's a murder we're looking at. That's because police reports were even being changed by top police officers. And that's what happened with Busola Dakolo. She filed the civil suit ahead of the criminal investigation and she lost that. And now the attorney general is ready. They've passed their information to the Ministry of Justice. And I'll tell you that in a different podcast. Well, guys, here is the deal. Violence against women is the bigger picture, not the smaller picture. Violence against women. 
Violence against women can comprise of rape, domestic abuse, murder, and one more that nobody talks about, emotional abuse, the verbal abuse. Look at what I went through with IPOB because you didn't like the news I reported. You have to start calling me a shower, harlot, sex trap, things that just upset me. That is violence against women. It's important that we all know when to say when, when to stop. Violence against women can be verbal, emotional, physical, and it could be rape. It's time to stop, and it's time to fight violence against women. Many of these people have children who are females, and they don't think of the future. Such a person is Davida, the singer in Nigeria, American-born. David Adeleke, I babysat him a few times for his late mother. I lived on the streets in Atlanta. By the time they went back to Nigeria, I never saw them again. Years later, 20-something years later, I reported that Davido had broken up with his girlfriend, Chioma, and that he'd locked her Instagram account and she couldn't change the password. Rather than say that to people, Davido said Chioma's taking a break, getting ready for her cooking show. That's why she hasn't posted on Instagram. Through internal sources, I found out that they were actually fighting and they broke up temporarily for a month. Just because I was doing my job, I get told by Davido, stupid woman, she called me weary, which is really a mad woman. Weary, cheap drug user. Go all your pussy, you're lacking sex. What will warrant that kind of talk? What exactly would warrant that kind of talk? I was ashamed. I was disgraced on Twitter in front of 9 million people. It was wrong. It was emotionally wrong. It was a violent act, verbal violent act to me. And Davido has never apologized. This happened on the 20th, the 20th of October, 2018. On the 20th of October, 2019, he delivered Ifai, his first son. And that day is significant to me. And people wonder, what did Davido do to this woman? They've never asked Davido because Davido said he doesn't know this woman. Ignorance does not, you know, does not excuse stupidity. Know what's going on. Get details. Don't say, what has Davido done to this woman? Don't abuse me, I'm not your mate. At the end of the day, Davido did wrong. And what he needs to do is a simple word, to say sorry. To tweet sorry is not hard. To say it is not hard. But for Davido, it's hard. God fights for me. See what happened in my case in Portacourt? That's life. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I'm Dr. Kemi. I'm Alulu Olunlaya in Lagos, Nigeria, the 6th of June, 2020.